On the new podcast, American Criminal, you'll learn about the fraud, theft, and murder that marks the dark side of the American dream. Like the Menendez murders, was it two greedy kids who killed their parents for money, or is there more? Listen to American Criminal wherever you get your podcasts. Are you ready for a great classic podcast? JBTV, the respected name in music TV. These are podcasts that no one has heard in many years. This is the JBTV podcast series, The Classics. JBTV. Hi, I'm Jerry Bryant here at the uh, JBTV podcasting studios. Are you ready for a classic podcast? And I think you're going to like this one. Uh, The year is 2015. The day is April 1st. And uh, we had a concert at the JBTV studios to about 150 viewers. And the band is called Joywave. My name is Daniel. I'm from the band Joywave. My name is Sean Donnelly from the band Joywave. My last name is Arm Brewster. And uh, we've known each other for a very long time. Uh, we all went to high school together, which was uh, 2014. Mm-hmm. And, um, <laughs> and, um, Yeah, I don't know. We've just been uh, making music for a very long time, and uh, this band has been around for like five years now, hanging out, playing playing JBTV today. So yeah, so we've been a band for like five years, and we have a bunch of uh, mixtapes and EPs out and stuff. And up until very recently, we had to make everything on a $0 budget, and we've done it all ourselves, so uh, we were pretty much like laptop-based for the first uh, half decade. And then um, recently, we signed a record deal and got a budget to make a record, so now we have things like real instruments and guitars and preamps and compressors, and which has been very, very exciting for us. And that kind of all came about from a song called Tongues that was on um, our 88888 mixtape. Yeah, on the internet. Yeah, it was on the internet. Dot com. <laughs> and uh, that kind of like gained a lot of traction online and got a lot of attention. And since then, uh, things have been moving pretty quickly. Um, I mean, we've, we've always been a band. It's just like before technological limitations, I guess, forced us to use a lot of uh, like software and virtual instrument stuff. And on this record, we were able to I mean, we still made it ourselves, but we had so much more equipment at our disposal so we could take really the sound that we had always had live and capture that on the record. I think there were a lot of uh, moments where Dan would have a demo of a song that would be pretty hard rocking and we hesitated from recording it because we didn't want to do it in a way that wasn't proper. Like We wanted to treat the song the way it needed to be treated. Yeah. Hopefully, eventually, we have like a studio to actually record it, and then we did. So when it came time to you know put together this record, it was like, all right, well, let's do some of the songs that we couldn't do before. The mythical full length. We call it. We called it Nessie for a while. Just mythical full length. We were, we were constantly saving ideas for this hypothetical first record, first proper record that we were going to put out. <laughs> that was never. At points, it seemed like it was never going to come, <laughs> but uh, it's here. Yeah. Almost. We didn't tour. We had no money to like, we had no van, no money. It was like, we'd show up and play somewhere for like 50 bucks, which didn't even come close to like covering the cost of getting there. It was just like, I don't know. I mean, a lot of bands do that. Like we were in local bands like 10 years ago. They'd be like, all right, we're going to go to like Pittsburgh and play and it's going to be awesome. We're just going to lose a ton of money, but like, you got to get out there and play. And like with this band, it was like, no, like we're all like reasonable adults. We're like, that makes no sense. Why are we, why are we going to do that? Let's just stay home and put stuff online. Yeah, I mean, we, we would go to New York and play quite a bit. Um, it, it, like, that was one of the things that I think helped us was, I mean, we're six and a half hours away from New York City, um, but it was it's way cheaper to live in Rochester, and it was cost-effective to, like, drive to New York, play, drive back immediately, and just have this, like, 24-hour terrible experience where you'd, you know, 
you don't sleep at all, but it was like cheaper to do that one time a month than to try to like live in New York or like be a Brooklyn band or something like that. And and the other thing too about Rochester is that it's like this creative desert island where like there's nobody, I mean, there's bands and stuff. There's a lot of like hardcore bands, like metal bands and stuff. And it's like, that is the opposite of us. So it's like, there's no one that we're trying to like keep up with next door or like, you know, be like, oh, well, our friend's band is doing this and it's really interesting or it's really working for them. Let's do something like that. Like there's none of that. It's just, you know, we can be ourselves. Um, uh, big Data kind of discovered us. <laughs> um, so Big Data, Big Data, as I, uh, as I like to say. Um, that was a band that Alan and I actually started together. It was just like a side project. Like he had this solo Alan Wilkes project and I had Joywave. And um, our manager, like Joywave's manager, knew Alan from back in the day or something and kind of hooked us up. And um, we made one song initially called... Um, the Stroke of Return, which is not on uh, on the Big Data record that's come Big Data record that's coming out, um, but we started with that and uh, we made four songs together and um, yeah, it was like a duo. And then uh, Joywave did our record deal, and um, I just like didn't have time to do both bands, so I was like, how about I just be Big Data and uh, I'll have you know like featured vocals and stuff. I was like, yeah, it sounds cool. So now retroactively, it's uh, like featuring Joywave. So I guess Tongues is the only song on the record that, um, I mean, it's like unchanged from the first time that it came out. It was recorded in my parents' basement with just a laptop. So I guess that's the only like remaining laptop song. Everything else we redid with real yeah. instruments in the studio. Um, yeah, but it, I, like, it worked so well on the internet. It was one of those things where so many people had heard it. I, I was like, oh, let's like, initially I was like, let's re-record it and like, you know, do it right and do all real instruments and everything. and then. It's one of those things where once the public has taken ownership of it, you don't want to like be George Lucas about it, you know. I remember having a phone conversation when I was I was living in Texas and Dan was in New York and we were talking about the track listing for the Eights mixtape and it somehow came up whether or not we were going to include tongues on it. And looking back on it, that conversation was absurd and ridiculous because literally none of this would have happened if yeah. it weren't for that. Yeah. We'd be doing this in Rochester with uh, my mom. She'd still be sick. Yeah, which would be cool. She'd probably have a lot of good questions. Yeah. Um, all right, so Somebody New uh, came out of, uh, like, it's, it sounds ridiculous, but I had, I had this dream where Skrillex was DJing, and I, I'm not particularly, like, a Skrillex fan or anything, but it was, like, this funny, like, wub-wub line, which is the bass riff in the song. And I woke up, and I was like, that would be really funny on a bass guitar. So I went downstairs and and I was like, yeah, it's, like that's actually kind of cool. So like I built the song around that. So thanks, Skrillex, for being in my dream. He's gonna come looking for royalties on that. Dude, he is. He's gonna be like, I was in your dream that night. I played that. That was that real. Was a sick show. I came up with it. Sick show. Infiltrated your dreams, man. <laughs> played a lot of dream shows. <laughs> the new single is Destruction. Tell everyone at our label. That's that's one of my favorites on the record. Um, I I went to a concert um, from an unnamed alternative band, and uh, the A and R guy was nice and put me on the guest list. And I was like, all right, yeah, I'll go check it out. And there were just like so many fourteen-year-old girls at this concert where I was like, I'm not supposed to be here right now. I was like, I don't. Not that there's anything wrong with. 14 year old girls I, they should come to our concert they're always welcome but I was just like I'm not supposed to be an audience member at this and I, I literally left before the band played and I went home and I stayed up until 8am writing Destruction 
and it was just like the sounds. I mean, like it's very violent sounding. It was just everything that I wanted them to have to listen to when I was there. The things that I was imagining coming over the loudspeaker, where they'd be like, "No." I don't know. It's like I think the music actually does most of the storytelling in that song. Like the rest of them, like the lyrics and the instrumental better working together. But that one really, I think the instruments are telling the story. Um, people try to put us in boxes all the time because they think that genres are really important. So they put us in one and they are instantly wrong as soon as they listen to the next track. It's like I, in 2015, like I think really there's good music and there's bad music and it's like everyone has access to so much music like it, it doesn't matter like people who like block party like kanye west you know like everyone just accepts things that are good and like that's that's what we try to make is things that are good and things that are real so when people are like oh it's an electro pop this it's like no or like oh it's alternative this it's like no Oh, it's new metal. Oh, it's new metal. Yeah, it's like I, I can't stand when people do that. So any any like write-up that's like alternative act, joy wave is like instantly, I don't know. On the other side of that is like, I mean, obviously it makes sense for like journalists and critics to try to put something in a box because it makes it easier for them to talk about it and explain it to their audience. But um, on the other side of that is when they don't pigeonhole it, they say it's disjointed and um, like not cohesive, which is just like a hard thing to escape. You're either one or the other, and it's like yeah. it's kind of a bummer. Especially now, it's like nothing nothing is super like straightforward and linear anymore. Everything's like influenced from all over the place, and I don't know. the The thing is, is like with everything that we're we're doing, is like like we're trying to express ourselves as people. So to write the same song 11 times in a row is not doing that. Like people are complicated, we're complicated people. So, you know, like you want the musical bed to do a, a big part of the storytelling and expressing things. So, you know, like in order to do that, you need to like take from every area of music to successfully encompass like a human being. So I, I think the best reviews that I've read, like a couple of the ones that have trickled in so far for our record call us post-genre, which is like, I'm, I'm like, thank you for not trying to put us in a box. Yeah. And there, there's a few people who like, the, like there's, we have a couple tracks with rappers on them and people occasionally are, are like, I'm confused. Why oh, is rap. someone cool? Why is someone rapping? It's like, because it's rap. Like that's music. Like that's okay to do. Like we felt like doing that. So that's what we're going to do. In my house growing up, there wasn't really a lot of music. I remember hearing... Uh, a seal song on the radio i remember hearing tlc's waterfalls like those were the songs that got me like interested in music and then i bought a guitar after hearing blink 182's dude ranch um but yeah it's it's just always been we we all really like creating things like that's our thing um and i guess music is just the thing that we're least bad at i went to my sister was in like fourth or fifth grade chorus and i went to a concert and i saw a kid do a clarinet solo, and I was like, that kid is owning it right now, and I love that, and I want to play the clarinet. <laughs> um, that was like my earliest thing, but like guitar and rock-leaning stuff was um, probably like probably like Incubus and, um, and Limp Biscuit. I was just like, how, I was kind of like mystified by how they made songs happen, and I was like, I'm I would love to do that. I'm still mystified by how <laughs> Limp Bizkit makes songs Same happen. Same here. Same here. I, you know what I saw at, um, remember Media Play? They don't exist anymore, right? 
no. on the media play. They had like a sheet music section, mm -hmm. and I walked over and they had Limp Bizkit's Significant Other expressed as musical notation. It was actually hieroglyphics. Yeah, I was like, I was like, this is so funny that someone tried to do this, and it was like, like the first step, like it was sheet music with a staff and everything. And step one was like, please remove two strings from your guitar. Oh. It was like, you won't be needing the high E string or the B string. Step one, buy eight string guitar. Yeah. Step two, <laughs> remove three strings. <laughs> so here we are. Welcome to the brand new edition of JBTV from the heart of the Windy City, downtown Chicago. We have some of the finest music on this edition of JBTV, plus the wonderful, the lovely Lauren O'Neill from 101 WKQX is in the studio. And they're playing your song over and over and over on the radio. And you're going to be at this uh, picnic concert they have to go in. Yeah. So this is so exciting. So it's a great edition of the show. What do you guys want to start with? I like how you say Chicago. 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 <laughs> we were under the impression that it was the breakfast city. Yeah? Well, I've never eat breakfast, but I guess it could be. People love breakfast in the morning. What do you like if you had something special? Uh, any, I, I typically eat like half of an avocado in the morning. Really? Yeah, I just pile it onto something. Are you an avocado expert? No. No? No. Have you ever gotten a real live avocado? Well, one, and it's like brown inside or black? Those yeah, are, yeah, yeah. Are those bad or are it's those... pressing. Yeah, it's like you spend all this money and think, I want this, and then it's like, you know. You just got to be quick about it. Eat it. Is if that what buy the problem it, is? It. Yeah. But right from the store, it's brown, that way. Brown is okay. I've definitely opened brown ones. They're like brown and they're kind of yellow. Yeah, and it's, yeah. Yeah, it's sad. I, like, I still eat it, but. Uh -huh. But you weird. don't get sick or anything. No, so no, no. Cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. What do you want to start with on the show? Which one of your songs? Oh, we get to pick? Yeah. Oh. This is your show now. We're now just, you know, taking over. I mean, let's, let's roll with the hits. Let's do somebody new. Cool. Somebody new on this edition of JBTV. Tell us about this song. Uh, well, it's great. Uh, it's by Joywave. Mm -hmm. um, it's uh, something we kind of built around uh, the bass riff. I had this dream where Skrillex was DJing in my mind. Wow. Right? I know. And I woke up and I was like, that would sound really funny on a bass you guitar. you bouncing around in bed, you I think? Was, <laughs> uh, you know, no one was there to witness except my cat. Um, uh -huh. But uh, yeah, so I uh, put it on the bass, thought it was funny, and uh, the rest is... Uh, it's history. It's history, yeah. Wow, here it is right now on JB TV.
Thanks, guys. That was... It's a song I wrote about our lobby call at 8 a.m. this morning. So here we are, back at JBTV. Still to come, Lauren O'Neill's in the studio. That was so and, smooth. Uh, let's Whoa. see another song. Okay. Yeah, what do you want to see? Uh, anything. Anything? Well, well, it's yours. This is your music. This well, is your let's, show. Are we going to start with, or keep going with the hits, or are we yeah, going to... Let's, let's get hit after hit after hit keep after hit with tongue. Joy Wave. Uh, here's the number one song in America, Tongues. Wow, what a great song. <laughs> Where did this song come up? Um, it's like a, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Jerry, you're so fast, man. You're running mental circles around me. Um, well, we put out a mixtape called 888888 mm -hmm. uh, a couple years ago. 888888. How many eights are there? Five. Eight. There's oh, five. there was only yeah, five yeah, eights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I just machine gunned it. Uh -huh. um, but yeah, so we put that out a couple years ago. It was initially on that, and uh, now it's on our records coming out April 21st. Mm -hmm. Awesome, awesome. Here it is right now on JBTV.
so much. Good luck at work. Good luck at work the rest of the day. It's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be great. Hey, Lauren. And we're back. Yes. And here we are back on JBTV. Weren't those awesome commercials? Now, Lauren, isn't this a great band? I love this band so yeah. much. Yeah, and you've been playing so them really, really a lot on the radio Really, station. really a lot. All the time. Yeah. Well, and then I leave work, and then I play them really, really a lot on my RDO app and mm -hmm. on my car stereo and at home. And you know all the cuts, too, don't you? Oh, uh, you're gonna test me. I, I would okay, no, no. So their their debut album, "How Do You Feel Now," has not been released yet. I don't even know. The, is there a track listing out? You know, it looks something like the one in my hands. But uh, oh. what would you say is your favorite song on it? <laughs> well, okay. So my favorite Joyway song ever is "Somebody New." Right, wow. Second my second favorite is "Tongues." My third. third favorite after today is either "Parade" oh. or. I really like True Grit a lot. Okay. Um, I love Destruction. Uh -huh. I, is that the oh, opening geez. track of the... Where, where's, where are the cue cards? <laughs> it's in your hands, yeah. in your hands. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. This is the uh, third largest audience we've ever played for in Chicago, so... Thank you guys for, uh, for making it out here, spending your afternoon with us. We appreciate it. We are Joy Wave. We are from Rochester, New York. Does anybody know where that is? That's fine. Oh, you do? That's good. That's good. Is anyone, are you guys from there? No. Oh, hell no. Yeah. Yeah, no way.
that the opening track to the album uh no it is the third yeah. or fourth yeah Ooh, we're getting top secret stuff now yeah. yeah 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 um and then so true grit is off of coda vista right oh, oh, you're so well good. read what else yeah. do you want to know about joy wave guys what do you want to <laughs> know yeah tell me more <laughs>
We're back on JBTV. I'm Lauren with 101 WKQX with Daniel and Sean from Joywave. That's, Sorry, that's I, true. Yes, it is <laughs> Indeed, true. verified. We have crunched the numbers and Joywave is here at JBTV in the studio. Thank you so and much. And we're back. And we're back. Thank you so much for stopping by. They've got a sold out show at the Riv tonight with bleachers. Yeah. What is the difference between a Joywave Riv show and a Joywave outdoors picnic show? Um, okay. Well, we don't go outside very much. So generally, generally we're hiding from the sun. Um, You're pretty much from Canada. Like, yeah, I don't like playing outside very much. No. I don't like playing in daylight. Yeah. So what, what time are we playing? Probably later in the evening. We're playing at like noon. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be at least after four. Okay. Great. So that's, that's, that's night. (laughs) Are you usually awake by then? Eating your avocado? Yeah. 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 I'm usually awake by noon. So today, today was a stretch because one, we played at 1 PM, which was, um, that was early. Early. That was early. But 4 PM, I think we can do. That's what we did at Lollapalooza last year. It was like four. It was good. And that was that was a good outside show. Exactly. Yeah. You just have to cater you the gotta, set list to the outdoor yeah, people. Yeah. Go into it with the mindset of like being in nature in the middle of the urban jungle in Chicago. Yeah, Chicago is very nice too. We always uh, we always enjoy our time here. So I love your videos. They're so different Thank you. than most bands. Um let's talk about tongues, okay. which is the first one I ever saw. Yep. Uh wow. There's not a lot of clothing in it. <laughs> there isn't. No. So my first, if you haven't seen it, beware there's nudity, which, you know, it's blurred out, but still. It's not on Vimeo. It is not blurred out on Vimeo. That's a good, we'll watch that later. Um, being around that much nudity, did it have any long-standing effects afterwards? Um, like permanently numb to people being yeah. naked now. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely, like... It definitely takes me like 10 seconds. Like if nudity appears in my life, I'm like, it doesn't register for like 10 seconds. I'm like, oh, there's people. And then I'm like, oh, they're not wearing any clothes. Yeah, it takes it takes longer now. Do you think that's ruined maybe your personal life for you? No, 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 it wasn't. It wasn't that bad. There was only the only the only bad part about uh, the three days of naked was um, like everyone had robes that they could put on between takes and this one guy refused to put his robe on was it sean no it, w- it was not it was one of the extras but people were like the directors were like hey man you can go ahead and put that robe on like we're not shooting he's like no i'm good and just like stands like this for like three days and i'm just like dude please man he was probably a professional nudist yeah, uh, a lot of the people were that's how you get people to take their clothes off for like 100 bucks yeah awesome hire professionals
that you tried to hide well, I've been creeping around this whole little thing I didn't like you tried to hide from me We're back on JBTV. Can we talk about the deal sealer? (laughs) I saw that on your notes and I was like, how did she even dig that up? Yeah, I I dig. So I guess we can. So the boys in Joywave call the mustachio the deal sealer. Because it seals the deal. Do you have a It sounds like it sounds like so sexual and it's like literally like (laughs) literally like the president of our label. Like loves my mustache. How could you not? So it became it became the deal sealer based on like that business in a business okay. sense. Yeah, not and it sounds like so disgustingly sexual on this piece of paper. That's just the way that I write. It's okay. Yeah, sexy. Uh, yeah, sure. Sexy handwriting. So, name for is it her? Him? It? For the mustache? Yeah. Oh, it doesn't have one. No. No. Hair. It's an it. Yeah. It. Okay. Yeah. When was the last time you shaved it? Um, I shaved it, uh, oh man, at the end of 2013, at the end of 2012, I did for like, yeah, for a couple weeks, I was like, I wonder what I look like without a mustache. And I was like, I was DJing on Friday nights at that time. And I walked in the bartender's like, you look like you're 13, man. <laughs> you need to grow that back. And I was like, JD, uh, no, it was, uh, oh, I can't remember one of the dudes who worked at Lola, but yeah, and then I, I was like, yeah, I do. I look, I look like thirteen without a mustache. I mean, I look like a thirteen-year-old trying to grow a mustache yeah. now, but no, it's like Tom Selleck Jr. Okay, all right, anyway. all right, that's good. Yeah. That's good. I'll get there. <laughs> do you feel pressure that you have to keep it now? Um, I mean, it's a big commitment, but I mean, we've uh, we're you know, my face is over there, the record cover. Yeah, yeah it's uh, it's it's uh, entered the public record now so uh i guess i guess uh for record one it's here to stay and then maybe maybe that can be like the big reveal for like the second album is or like you just like move it like over here. <laughs> oh my god dude <laughs> move it well i feel like it's synonymous with you with joy wave it's like alan from big data and his glasses and his right. little thing i think yeah oh yeah thing. he does yes. have glasses he yeah. does cool. yeah and a mustache well, we're running out of time, Lauren. Sorry. This is this is the crazy part of the show. Forever. I know it's crazy, and they're it's such so a great fun. band. Here, I have some JBTV stickers for you. Oh, thanks. And have you guys signed everything here yet? Awesome. We got to no, do that. No, we no, should we do that. Get thanks, man. Yes, let's let's do that. Right. And uh, then, anyhow, uh, we have a lot of great music on this edition of JBTV. One more live song. What would you like to see, Lauren? Um, I feel like we should watch now, which will be on the debut album from Joy Wave. Well, here it is right now on JBTV.
Before wow. they go, uh-huh. we've been talking about Alan and Big Data, and I think we should see a Big Data story. Oh, absolutely. Because oh. we, Daniel needs to know that when he was here, there was a Joywave-sized hole mm-hmm. right here <laughs> in his heart. Yeah. And we, we've also changed the pronunciation since no one yeah. can decide data or data. data it's yeah. now it's big, both... big Data. Now. Yeah. Big yeah. Data. Big Data. <laughs> right here on JBTV. Oh, make this one out to 101 WKQX. I am your friend. And now, please give a warm welcome to my friend, Big Data.
It's always good to have somebody new in your life, right? Yes. Yeah, especially Joy Way. Hey, what was it like to be animated for that video? That was awesome. We like stood and got like rotated 360 <laughs> degrees for like 20 minutes. Wow. Really violent. There's nothing like a 360 <laughs> rotation, huh? Right. <laughs> <laughs> the sound effects really make it too. There's like lots of splatting uh -huh. when people hit the concrete and stuff. Wow. You're all very good skaters, though. I Thank you. Uh, I was uh, on a Razor scooter all day because I can't stand up on a skateboard. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, well, uh, and you have to keep it even for the shot because you got to sing and skateboard. Yeah, no. You know, it's well, a lot. And this no, is the year of the hoverboard. It's oh, right. coming we out this everything. year. So hoverboard. This is the year. This is the year. So you're going to be the first to get it. We we heard it's ready there. So you know, anyhow. Oh, and the Cubs are going to win the pennant, right? Absolutely. Oh, this is Indians. an action-packed year for Chicago. Oh, yeah. So next time you come back, this whole city is going to be totally different. Yeah. Stay tuned. More music with Joy Wave on JV TV.
Thanks, guys. So there you go, another great edition of JBTV from the heart of the Windy City, downtown Chicago. This has been a great show. Joy Wave, Lauren O'Neill, 101 WKQX. And uh, we loved you guys. You did a great job on our JBTV studios. Thank you for Pleasure. being on JBTV. Absolutely. You're always, always welcome here. Thank you, JB. You guys are great. great and to be here. I heard you cut your hair in the I middle did. of the show. Yeah. And I never did. So. <laughs> Your, but yours looks fantastic. Mine was, mine was looking ratty. I had to. Well, when it gets gray, you know, it just sort of gets old and withered.
Thank you, guys. Next week, another brand new show from downtown Chicago. We'll see you then. Bye-bye, stay high, and uh, keep on rocking. What would you do to achieve the American dream? The big house, the happy family, the money. 911, what's your emergency? Would you put in the hours? Would you take a big swing? What's the problem? What's the problem? Would you lie? Would you cheat? Would they shop? Would they shop? Would you kill? Yes. From Airship, the studio behind American Scandal, comes a new true crime history podcast. I'm Jeremy Schwartz, and I'll be taking you inside the minds of some of our most notorious felons and outlaws, exploring the dark side of the American dream. In my new show, American Criminal, you'll meet the picture-perfect brothers who killed their parents, the thief who stole babies, the crypto king who siphoned off billions and plenty more. From assassins and gangsters to killers and con artists, whatever the case, whoever the criminal, you don't know the full story until now. Don't miss the debut season of American Criminal, The Menendez Brothers, beginning February 29th. Listen wherever you get your podcasts, or to get early ad-free access to the entire season first, plus hundreds of other ad-free history podcast episodes, subscribe at intohistory.com.